0: Hot Press Podcast presents All the Way from the Literary and Musical Town of Listowel in County Kerry, Backstage at Mike the Pies. A podcast presented by Megan O'Donoghue.
1: You're listening to Backstage at Mike the Pies, the podcast with Megan O'Donoghue. So I'm joined with Junior Brother, a.k.a. Ron Keeley. How are you?
0: Good, thanks. How are you?
1: Good now. Good and nice to be on this side of the kingdom.
0: It is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get up the north side enough, so yeah. it's good to be up again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, you've been in music uh, for a long time since you were in your teens, you,
0: haven't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even before that, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Always, always playing or banging something, be it a <laughs> drum or <laughs> yeah. a string or a piano. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: you taught yourself how to play the guitar. Uh,
0: I did, I suppose. Yeah. I went for lessons when I was very young, but I kind of stopped point to them because I wasn't learning much and I just got on much better when I just messed around myself and d- d- discovered new tunings and stuff like that so uh, I suppose you could say I did yeah but I had a few lessons basic lessons at the very start like yeah
1: and what's your instrument set up like
0: um I'd be on guitar acoustic guitar and I play a tambourine at my foot as well um that would be the setup but I'm starting to kind of Maybe bringing a bit of piano now as well, but we'll see now. I've had lots of time in lockdown to be introducing all sorts of instruments, so I could be playing the bassoon or something. We'll <laughs> see. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's what I'm hearing from a lot of artists, um, that they're kind of they're experimenting more through lockdown. I mean, mm. the music that's going to come out of lockdown is just going to be, it's going to be class.
0: Yeah, well, you'd like to think, all right, there's definitely a lot of time to be, to be messing around with things and experimenting, so. Uh, yeah, there could be a few masterpieces uh, coming out when this is all over, yeah. And where did Junior Brother come from? Um, it came from a play I read when I was in college, I was in UCC for a bit doing English, uh, a play called The Revenger's Tragedy and it was the name of a character in the play, Junior Brother. So I just took that and read it. You stuck with it? it did, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and you're living in Dublin now? Do you love coming back to Kearney and does Kearney influence some of your writing? Because Clary is beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, so yeah, during the last lockdown, I was just I was down for a few months, so that was lovely. And yeah, it would be ex- extremely influential on my stuff. Probably the the most uh, the most influential thing on the and the stuff I write and perform it would be. Would be the landscape where I'm from. I'd be a bit outside of Clarny, I'd be from Kilcoman, so okay. not exactly in the town. So just on the yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that kind of landscape really, really uh, seeps into my stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. I, the views from Kilcoman are just insane. Yeah, yeah. It's it's lovely there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And who else influences your songwriting?
0: Um, th- there'd be lots of kind of influences from different areas. Like there'd be. Um, Joanna Newsom, there'd be uh, Plank's D, um, Slint, band from Louisville, Kentucky, from the '90s, um, and like post-punk as well, like Wire and um, Girl Band, and all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, like kind of exper- ex- the experimental side of popular music. I'd be, I suppose, influenced by, as well as like traditional Irish music and folk.
1: And can you remember the first time you wrote a song?
0: Oh God, I think so, yeah. Uh, I think it was I think it was the first week I learnt a guitar chord for the first time. Or was it no, it was I, I learned. I was taught a song, Amazing Grace. And as soon as I learnt it I put my own lyrics to it. I I'd say I was about nine. <laughs> so I think I just I just did a parody of Amazing Grace. Yeah. On the guitar. I think that, I think that was the first thing I ever wrote, yeah.
1: And you brought that to the stage in the sitting room and have Yes, and they
0: were very <laughs> happy for me to be screaming and banging away on a little guitar of for the course. next, <laughs> of years. But no, yeah. So, oh <laughs> good, yeah.
1: And can you recall your first time being taken to the stage?
0: Um, yeah, it was um it was with the KDOS, I think the youth program in Clarny. Um, they like brought loads of kid- they brought kids together and put them in bands and stuff and. Uh, they'd encourage you to like write songs. So I think we wrote a song together and I had to sing it. I mean, it was a very nerve wracking experience. I remember just looking at the ceiling for the whole thing while I was singing, just trying not to look at anyone <laughs> and just being, feeling like a statue. And I think, but I think the, the first song I sang was Five Years by David boy
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think that was the first song I That's a
1: massive sang. song, <laughs> I did. wow.
0: I, I didn't say I sang it well, no, you know, I sang it like, yeah. But yeah, so I think that was the first time I sang in public,
1: yeah. yeah, David Boy, yeah. Did you do a lot of music with the
0: KDYS? Yeah, early on, I would have, yeah. It was yeah. kind of the only place to play like original music, like like yeah. the battles of the bands and stuff. And uh, yeah, like the, the youth programs, especially early on. Like, uh, yeah, it was grand. It was just, it was a, it was a nice outlet for original stuff. You know, yeah. there wasn't much of that really, like, yeah. around. Yeah.
1: yeah, I know myself with KDYS, I, I was 14 and I was bored at home and I downloaded a DJ software and I thought Mm. I was class. I was only typing a few things into the keyboard, (laughs) but I went up anyway and I said, can I DJ? And they bought equipment. There was a DJ in town, retiring. They bought the equipment and then I was off DJing the KDIS discos and everything. So the music and the K D Y S open up so many opportunities for young people, like it's really good.
0: Yeah, and and you get to meet kind of more like-minded people and stuff as well, like Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's great, it's great to have things like that. All right, yeah, definitely.
2: Hello. Hello, how are you getting on? Nice to see you. Uh, I'm Junior Brother here in Listol in Mike the far from Kilcommon, where I was born and reared. I'm in the north side of Kerry now, so anything can happen, lads. Far from the safety of my home parish. Well, delighted to be here. Thanks to Aidan and the Mike DePais crew, family, for having me. Great to see things like this uh, helping us all tick along. So I'm going to keep ticking along as well. (coughs) This next song is a traditional song. Uh, It's called The Lambs on the Green Hills.
1: And we've seen now how the Irish music scene has been affected with COVID-19. How has it impacted
0: on you? The same way it's impacted all musicians, I suppose. Um, you're just not able to gig and which is obviously a huge part of promoting your own music and promoting whatever project you have going um, That's the main thing, really. And I suppose it really makes you realise how important gigging is just just the, just the feeling of going from gig to gig and like the progression of things. And, it was nice to kind of start, and I suppose it is nice in a way to have a break because I was yeah. very, very busy right before this all happened. Um, but yeah, you re- you really miss the gigs, and I, I'm, I know I'm at alone in saying that. But it's great that things like you know, Aidan here, Mike the Pie's taking away with things like this. You know, yeah. it's working as well, like so. Yeah, the live know.
1: streams kind of open up a different yeah door
0: into the music scene, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, it's just. It's very great to have something to keep it, to keep us all going. Like, you know, it's obviously never going to be the same as a gig with a lot of people. Like, but you know, it's, it's the next best thing. Like, and yeah. you can still take full advantage of it. Like, like you've done here, you know, with all yeah. the cameras and the lighting. And if you want to do something, you might as well do it well. Like, so, exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: And with the advantage of the live stream, then do you take the opportunity to kind of go back, look at yourself performing? Or
0: would that be a no from you? Oh, God. No, I I just. I'd uh, have too many criti- self-criticisms to do that. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Um, A typical
1: musician, really.
0: I suppose, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. I, I'd be probably be overly critical, but it's. I suppose it's good sometimes to to hear what you're doing right or wrong with new songs, especially like yeah. when you're trying them out. Um. So yeah, but um. I, yeah, I wouldn't do that too much though. Yeah, because as I said, I'd be critical, which is good, but. Being overly critical, then you can kind of exactly yeah. Come it's nice to it have wall. though
1: to have on a on a digital history book kind of yeah. I suppose
0: that, so. I was thinking about that the last day. Like this year, there'll be so much. There, like there's so much that's been recorded. There's, there'll be so much just documentation of the music scene in Ireland right now. Like so, like there'll be lots to look back on in years to come, twenty twenty. Like
1: yeah. yeah. So you were announced as a rising star um with RTE back in twenty eighteen. And Alan Cora of Ortiz turned around and said that, you are armed with a battered acoustic guitar and a tambourine. you laugh, you cry, you think. What was it like to get this description, really? And of course, being marked as a rising star back in 2018.
0: Yeah, that, that was that was a great boost. Like, um, uh, yeah, it was just it was it was surprising at the time. and it, But it was yeah, it was lovely. And that was kind of the start of things kind of changing a bit as well. Yeah. Um, when you start to get that sort of profile and those sort of quotes coming in, like you,
1: you know you're doing something right. Like so, yeah. Especially kind of hearing from the big boys up in Dublin when you're down here in Kerry. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know? Yeah, it's like uh, music that's very specific to maybe a sort of specific landscape is like being um, engaged with and uh, you know uh, reacted to by people from different uh, landscapes, different places. So again, big big boost. You know to have that encouragement is great like you know it's you know, it's very good it can only be a good thing you know exactly
1: yeah and your second ep then fuck off i love you in 2016 songs such as Over at mass which is something we can all relate to at some stage or another um or you national airplay from radio stations how do you feel about platforms like radio and things and what are the advantages for you in your opinion
0: um i never really would have focused on a radio play to be honest yeah it's good when you get it, but uh, I think such is the way radio playlists are nationally, especially in the uh, bigger stations. Kind of, you know, kind of generally they'd they'd have a s- smaller pool of uh, genres that they'd yeah. you know that they'd play from. But uh, there's always on nearly every station there's always there's always a DJ or two who are or more who are have interesting shows and will play stuff like my stuff that's a bit out bit more out there like
1: The specialist Irish music shows Exactly
0: yeah yeah, exactly yeah so um, yeah it's great to get support from them but again it's not something like kind of more mainstream radio that I'd ever focus on at all really but as you say the specialist kind of ones um, it's great to get that support and again it can only be a good thing if you're if you're being played to more people on the national airwaves and
1: what would be your favorite platform then you know if you Got X amount of
0: views and shares and things. What would make you the happier Where do you from? Um, I suppose like I suppose radio is good, like you know. But um, I I just think the the most organic way of like building an audience is is gigging, like I suppose, yeah. which is not happening now.
1: Kind
0: of. I <laughs> yeah gig- gigging would be the most kind of organic way you know and yeah
1: you get the most connections from the audience exactly yeah. yeah
0: like chatting to people afterwards and stuff even and like at the merch table and stuff and uh, just yeah the people you meet and just uh just yeah it's just it's the most kind of basic and best uh way i think of building an audience but now there's lots of other ways as well of course and you can build up your audiences online in various ways and you know i think music videos are Quite important again. They've kind of come around again, you know, YouTube and stuff, and video premieres online and things like that. But yeah, the, the, I, I my preferred way of kind of building the audience would be live gigging live, you know, yeah. and live streaming again, uh, like Mike the pies are doing now, like you're doing here, is the next best thing, I suppose, as well. You know, you can also you can get gain new followers that way too. You know, can be done. <coughs>
1: And your debut album then Pulled the Right Rope was released in
0: 2019. Uh, with that one the worked for a while? Yeah. Uh, I was record. I'd say it took about a year and a half to record that. And then on top of that, um, the label and management and stuff um, often happens. They wanted to sit sit on it for a while before yeah. releasing it, just to, to time it well, um, which I'm glad they did. But that was another few months, so the best part of two years, like, kind yeah. of sitting on it
1: um it's a long wait for
0: a musician yeah 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 but f- I, for an album it's good as well to i, I kind of like i kind of like having things on the boil i don't like kind of throwing things out too quickly either Exactly. You know? yeah. um like now i'm working on the second album now um the follow-up and uh, i kind of felt it was nearly done nearly done and then the lockdown happened and uh it's kind of cha- it's changed things now so it's just even more time to to think over things to rethink if things work and to yeah. think of maybe adding more things, more arrangements and stuff, so uh, there's, there's pluses and minuses to kind of sitting on these things, but I think it's better to be sitting on something than to just, think to just rush it. Like, exactly. you know? yeah. And
1: can you tell us of any storyline kind of in the
0: second album? I can't tell much really at the moment um, I get I, like again, think, things in general are changing so much all the time, you know so uh, yeah, it's it's, a lot of it's Recorded anyway already, um, and yeah, there's um, more instrumentation on it from different musicians this time, okay. uh, and it's a, it's a bigger sound. Than it was recorded at, uh, to tape as well, so the sound has changed lo- kind of a lot, the texture of it from the last album. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's I'm very excited about it anyway. Um, yeah, I'm playing most of the new stuff off it already live, right, so okay. I'd say. People who have been following me would know some of the songs, but there's a lot of new surprises as well, I suppose.
1: Especially for new listeners as well coming along.
0: Yeah, really yeah, good. there's always new listeners, yeah.
1: Getting the flavours from the live stream. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Especially, yeah. Exactly.
0: Showcasing it all, yeah.
3: There are other times The day seems glad to see me Revealing his bear on arms Watching the moon From a lake reflection ruined by swans Settling their movement Then gone for better views of the bins this feeling reminds me of the back of our This feeling reminds me of the back of our Sing to the click of a quickening heels John. Nobody can take a fellow's company from himself Turned again for sight of home. Sure, I have courage, but I know that's happened in me as well. It's this scared soldier has his own drenched nobody can take a fellas company from himself Shaw nobody can take a fellas company from him Shaw nobody can take a fellas company from him
1: What
0: do you love about being a musician in Ireland? I I do enjoy the, the scene is very healthy I think uh, at the moment anyway um, the whole just across the whole country everyone's really just incredibly supportive of everyone else and that's all across genres like uh, it seems no matter what the genre is everyone's listening to each other and yeah. there's no competitive nature to anything I don't I haven't seen it anyway it's like a family. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very, it's very healthy. Like it's very friendly. It's it's very warm, and I think that's great because I don't have a competitive bone in my body, like uh, to be honest. So it suits me well, and I think there's enough there's enough good stuff happening that you just want to support anyway, yeah. rather than just being nice about just to be nice to the person. It's actually stuff you want to be supporting and promoting. So the scene in Ireland, yeah, I love it. It's very healthy and. There's interesting stuff always coming out. And yeah, it's, it's very exciting. And even through all this, there's there's still, there's still new artists exciting me and other people coming out. and Yeah, it's just a very positive scene and everyone's very nice and, and, and talented as well, so,
1: yeah. Any new ones to watch in your opinion?
0: Um, CMAT is very good. I'm doing a couple of things with her, actually, that are coming out in the next while. Uh, John Francis Flynn is great as well. Um, the Mary Wallopers. Um, Rachel Lavelle, too. Uh, anything else? Miles Manley. Yeah, they're just a few of my favourite mm-hmm. Irish acts at the moment. Yeah, There's a singer-songwriter from the stall actually, from Fneuwick, called Kieran uh, Mulvigil. Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah. He'd be one to watch for me as well. Ooh, yeah. So yeah,
1: that's just, that's a short list as well. So. so we might see you coming back down, collaborating with a local man on the stage in like wife
0: Oh yeah, it could, could very well happen when, <laughs> when, when we can all hug again and, exactly.
1: and, and, and do all that, yeah. So you played stages in the likes of VLens, the Button Factory, um, and festivals like EP and other voices. Can you pinpoint your favorite?
0: Venue uh, in general. Yeah. In Ireland. In Ireland. Um,
1: or abroad, whatever.
0: Well, in Ireland, anyway, I'd say Vicar Street is yeah. probably, yeah, it's a incredible plan, there, yeah. yeah. But, like, I I played, like, played fairly big places. I opened for the Proclaimers last year and I uh, played the Waterfront in Belfast. It was a phenomenal venue. Um, The Cork Opera House as well. Uh, those kind of, those big theatres. Um, well,
1: nice for a Mango man going down to Cork, playing the Cork Opera
0: House. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah, always good to, to get on with the Corkians, no all yeah. right. Um, but, the, the, I mean, the Beacon Theatre in, in New York, I played that. And that was um, 2,800 people. Wow. And that was fairly, fairly phenomenal as well. So probably the Beacon Theatre is probably the best place I've played, I'd say. Yeah, that was,
1: that was amazing. And um, what's the next in the pipeline for
0: Junior Brother? Um, there's there's stuff on the album now i'm kind of finishing off so uh there's yeah there's a good few things next year on the way anyway this year was mainly recording the album um but there's stuff on the boil now for next year um nothing i can say as of yet exactly what it is and there'll be one or two things before the end of the year as well okay but i'm being very secretive now so (laughs) sorry about that that's okay there you go i'll leave you all in suspense that's all
1: right so ahead of your performance here, Mike Pies, what do you look forward to most about performing in Mike Pies? I mean, it's going to be performance like no other, mm-hmm. but in a venue, a small venue, an intimate venue, like Mike Pies, what you love.
0: They always just have a great setup here, and um, it's just it's just a it's just a lovely just a lovely space like, and that's an important thing for a venue for just the kind of energy to be right or something. There's there's a nice energy here, like you know, it's not something you can create or. Uh, I suppose you can enhance it with an audience, but it's the true test if without an audience it's still there. and it feels like it's still here. So, yeah, that's sort of, there's a bit of an energy here, all right. And I'm looking forward to tapping into it
1: Good. in a few minutes when <laughs> I get played. Yeah. So if, you'd ra- if you could choose anywhere w- in the world, where would you rather be?
0: I'd rather be in Mike the Pies.
2: So this is going to be my last song, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in um Facebook Land. Uh, thanks Mark Zuckerberg for making all this possible. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Thanks very much uh, to Aidan and Mike DePoise for making all this happen. For the Department of Culture and Tourism as well, of course. Uh, for making it all come into existence. Uh, I've always loved playing here in this space. So it's great to play here again. And I'll be down again, that's for sure when all this madness is over. Um, yeah, thanks to all the lads in the crew as well um, for filming me and capturing my, capturing my tuning face and all its glory and all my various expressions that I tend to do from time to time. Other than that, lads, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, I've been Junior Brother, and good night. Keep safe, keep well, keep the head up, and keep going.
3: I fell asleep.
0: Thanks very much. Slant, you. Thanks. Good night. Backstage at Mike the Pies was produced and presented by Megan O'Donoghue for Hot Press Podcasts.